Good evening. I'm your host, Dr. George Andam and Judy Miller. I'm both this evening. <laughs> Say hi, Judy. <laughs> George Ann has a split personality today. <laughs> Judy and I are very good friends. It's always so much fun to be here together. So we welcome you to a journey through into awareness. And we're grateful to those that follow us and listen each week. And as always, we hope and pray that the material we bring you is depthful, honest, and brings you into a higher level of awareness and mindfulness. So as always, we have a great guest tonight, and he has a wonderful book that we're very excited to bring to you this evening. Sure. So I'll introduce Michael. So at the age of 10, Michael Goddard actively started searching for the truth about death and how to obtain true immortality with everlasting bliss. Wow, that's a very young age to start, Michael. He also began daily meditation at age 19. And at 21, he began to meditate for over two hours daily. So for more than three decades, he has been actively developing his sense of knowing and accessing his higher consciousness. As an international tax consultant and spiritual traveler, Michael has been to over 50 countries and has had the opportunity to meet with those rare teachers whom he considers to be fully realized humans. In 2013, Michael began to recover his past lives, eventually recovering 88 past lives and depicting them in vivid detail in his book, In Search of Lost Lives. Michael is an award-winning author of four books. His latest book is called A New Now, your guide to mastering wisdom daily, achieving equilibrium, and empowering your nobler self. So welcome, Michael, to Journey Through to Awareness. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with both of you. It's, it's a pleasure and it's a joy. So, Michael, <clears throat> the name of your book is called A New Now. Now, what do you mean by a new now and why is it so critical during this period of time today? Well, a new now is really a, a new way of living. It's it's being in the present, but continuing to be in the present with higher and higher awareness. So a new now is basically a self-participatory experiential course on raising your consciousness and awareness. It's helping you to navigate virtually any situation you encounter in daily life and to really focus on your purpose for each day, for a year, and your existence, really. It's basically a whole metaphysical uh, course you can take. And as part of that, I discussed the 33 wisdoms, which is, I mean, 33 is a very mystical uh, number, but they break down into the 11 loving wisdoms, the 11 guiding wisdoms, and the 11 evolutionary wisdoms. And as part of that, we have the 10 keys to achieving equilibrium. And as we'll get into, equilibrium and wisdom go hand in hand. So each of us has unlimited uh, potential to access our wisdom and for realizing God and our true self. Mm-hmm. So that may sound like a big ticket item, but that's what life is all about. It's reaching for the ultimate, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I <clears throat> I do similar work mm-hmm. through psychoanalysis and spiritual direction, working with people on their journey, helping them move through 
what their preconceived views are from zero to seven of life, the perceptions of relationship of the world that we all have, which I like to call the very early stages in development of the ego, which I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's funny when you speak of 33, because Jesus died at age 33. And, you know, from my grounding in faith, um, Jesus came and brought this consciousness. Uh, right. Well, 33 is the number of Christ consciousness. Right. And he came to bring this consciousness through his death and resurrection. Does Do, do your writings have anything pertaining to that? Well, my writings are, are really a distillation and a presentation for everyday audiences of, of the teachings of all the saints and masters. So uh, I recognize only Christ, but Guru Nanak, Kabir Saab, Mirabai, Rumi, Hafiz. Um, I feel that there are enlightened beings. There's at least one always alive on earth who who basically has Christ consciousness. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure many people who consider themselves a Christian, I think of myself as a Christian because I follow the teachings of Christ. But if you had the opportunity to go back in time and meet Christ, would you take advantage of that? Oh, absolutely. 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 Well, yeah. So unfortunately, I don't, I don't think many people around here can do that. But there are always teachers who come who have at least as advanced consciousness. I mean, and, and I think the highest calling someone can have is to be a seeker, a seeker after truth and a seeker after God. We're here to, to grow and realize our divinity to grow closer to God. Yeah. So Christ came with the message of the Bible came later. And our goal is to really find those kernels of truth that he brought. Yes. Yes, I love that. Judy and I both have met Jesus on our journey. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Deep deep, uh, relationship um, Mm -hmm. with with the Lord. And it's an experience that you never forget. Right, right. So, So, Michael, it leads into for you. So you have 33 wisdoms. How did you actually arrive at these wisdoms? And do you have a particular wisdom that resonates with you more strongly than another? Well, it depends on what day and what I'm going through as to <laughs> what wisdom I have to reach into. Uh, it all came through to me intuitively through my higher consciousness. Yes. I, I have been writing articles and revising and revising them for In Search of Lost Lives, my spiritual memoir. And I had written and revised and revised 15 articles and eight Q&As. And it was finally time to begin to send them out to all the outlets my uh, publicist never got to. And I was just, I had been tired of not writing something new. Uh, and so I just asked my higher self, is there a new book? Is there new writing I can do? And I got an affirm- affirmative. And literally the book came, the working title came to me word by word. And the first word I got was wisdom. So initially the working title was Mastering Wisdom Daily. And then it very quickly came 
10 Keys for Achieving Equilibrium. So that initially was my working title. When I actually began to write the book right at the very beginning, and you now just came through in the sentence, I thought, uh, I bet that's the title. So the 33 Wisdoms really, I just it just came to me that I had 33 Wisdoms and they fell. And then there were three really elements of it, of the loving uh, guiding and evolutionary wisdoms, and it just felt complete and whole and God-given to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm. that's well, absolutely when, beautiful. Yes, you. when you speak of uh, there's always one. I believe that there are many enlightened beings, but none of them really uh, came back from the dead. But oh no, yeah, but, they've been alive <laughs> the whole absolutely. time. Absolutely. But so who is the one now that's walking on the earth? You said there's always one that. Yeah, I I really don't feel it's right for me to, to share that, you know, on air. You know, if people, if you search hard enough, you can find them. If if uh, viewers have a burning question, they can always find me and email me. But uh, if you are sincere after seeking God, uh, you, you can find that enlightened being mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's always been our journey our, since yes. we were both children. Um, I know one man that I believe walking on the earth is mm-hmm. is uh, uh, the higher consciousness of today, and his name is Richard Rohr. Oh, okay. I actually haven't heard of him. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Very powerful. Wonderful. Wonderful. So it's interesting. It's interesting. I've also heard that there is an ascended master who's walking amongst us as well. Um, But Michael, you asked a very leading question. You said if we can go back and actually meet Jesus in person, would we take advantage of that opportunity? And George Ann and I said, absolutely, yes. And I know that you had an opportunity to go back and kind of um, rediscover your 88 past lifetime. So I'm just curious, did you have an opportunity to meet any ascended masters in your previous lifetimes? Well, I'm just having uh, energy and goosebumps flow up and down my body because I'm remembering, because I always had this curiosity. I Yes, two lives ago, I did meet a fully realized master, which really cinched the deal. I was a British banker in that life, and I had an assignment in Bombay, uh, and I just had this pull to go to Agra, and um, I wanted to see the Taj Mahal and the Agra Fort, and I took a rail journey there. And during the rail journey, this is all described in detail in my book, In Search of Lost Lives, I just thought, hmm, maybe I can meet a Swami there. And before I had shipped out to Bombay, I had joined the Metaphysical Society in London. It had recently formed, and I had been to several meetings, and they had actually begun to send me their papers. It took a long time to get to Bombay, but I was able to read them. So I I was a seeker in that lifetime, but it, it actually started earlier. So I, it was just sort of like, it was like opening this fabulous chill box and I saw this glowing pearl on the train and I thought, wow, maybe I can meet a, a Swami in Agra. So I was being hosted by a high up member of the British community. And, you know, I arrived and he served me tea, which was the custom. And I just had this burning question. Do you know of a Swami here? And he said, no, I'm sorry. And then a few minutes later, he said, actually, I have an employee, a servant who follows a teacher. Let me call him in. Well, that servant arranged a meeting and um, I was taken there. I had an interview for like an hour and 20 minutes and I actually revisited the place 
my first trip to India, and I just felt exultant joy. And that was before I recovered my past lives. I had just turned 25, but I had this inexpressible, irresistible pull to go to Agra, not really to see the Taj, but I had learned of this master to find to find his home. And I went there and I revisited it. So these feelings of deja vu that we may have are the real thing. They're not like thinking that you may have been somewhere. If you're really tuned in, deja vu is actually a signpost of where you've been. And I, and this is really one of the triggers I had for recovering my past lives. Mm, wow, that's amazing. So, Michael, in recovering those 88 past lives, mm -hmm. you must have learned quite a bit. So we'd love to hear. I know that we have to take a break soon, Georgian, but we'd love to hear what you learned um, by going through those 88 past lives. Well, the first thing I learned many types of things, but the main thing I think that would interest people uh, is I just I really recovered why I'm the way I am. I have so many different talents and aversions and idiosyncrasies and pulls, feelings of familiarity I've had with people. I mean, people, a lot of people are just focused on their genealogy and their bloodlines and their third aunt from three generations ago. We um, want to, we want to hear all about this. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to sure. interrupt. We need to, we take, to a take a brief break. break. We'll be back in a minute with Michael Goddard at a journey through into awareness. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. conscious co-creator are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness i'm sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant and on my show the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we will touch upon all these topics and more listen live at our new time on thursdays at 12 noon eastern time that's the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity thursdays 12 noon on talkradio.nyc Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
Welcome back to a journey through into awareness with Michael Goddard. So Michael, you were saying something always interesting coming out of that mouth. <laughs> Let us There's have more. <laughs> plenty of contact content in this mind, believe me. <laughs> and this heart. And the heart, right. So it's so good to be with with both of you and, and everyone. Uh, so wh- where were we? I, I have forgotten. Actually, <laughs> we were we were briefly talking about past lives and what you've learned in your past lives. Oh, right. I was talking about uh, recovering my past lives. Really explained why I am the way I am. All my particular unique traits and abilities. And I could give you example after example. And in my memoir, Search of Past Lives, I I go through uh, some very distinct things uh, of my character when I was a kid and a preteen and a teen. And later on, each of those is linked with a specific experience in a particular past life. So that, you know, if you can access your past lives, it can really explain who you are and why you are here on your journey now. But what I want to emphasize is that Earth is really, for me, the school of hard knocks. And we are here for a purpose. I'm sure uh, most of people are familiar with the quote attributed to Teilhard de Chardin, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So, The point I make initially in my new book, A New Now, is that you've been given the most precious gift imaginable. That's your human life. And as we learned so heavily in the recent past, it may be taken away from you and your loved ones very easily. If it's not a virus, it can be an automobile, something many of us get into every day. So... This is your opportunity to make best use of your life. And a new now is really a personalized course for doing that. It's really a self-guided course for you to take a spiritual journey. And actually, as part of that, I offer people what I've called the journey journal, but you can call it whatever you want. And you can download it from my website, cotter.com. And in the book, a new now, I describe how to work with it. So, could you Many say us, that again? Give us that address again, please, Michael. Yes, uh, the Journey Journal can be downloaded on my website, goddard.com. Goddard. G-O-D for God, D-A-R-T for Dart. If you don't have anything to write with and you think you may forget it, just think of a love dart coming from God. Oh, I, love I, that. <laughs> I once had to memorize a, a whole zip code for the U.S. Postal Service, and I did it like in an hour and 10 minutes by <laughs> thinking of really weird things. So <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great way to remember it. Thank yeah, you. yeah. I love dark coming from God. So this is something for you to really it can be a lifelong companion because so many of us have read wonderful, inspiring books that are practical, too. But I don't have the best memory. Maybe I'll take, I'll have two or three takeaways with the book. After two weeks, I've forgotten it all. This way you can write quotes. You can write uh, what your goals are. You can, if it's searchable, if you keep it on Word, you can go back and see where you were. It's really for taking charge of your destiny, to groom your destiny. And that, by the way, is one of the loving wisdoms, the wisdom of grooming. So I talk, I write about spiritual grooming, which is something we can all do. 
Mm-hmm. So, so Michael, um, we can definitely talk a little bit more about that. But before we move sure. on to that, one of the things that you referred to early on was our purpose. So what, in your opinion, is our purpose in life? Well, really, I mean, if you want me to be absolutely honest, our purpose for each of us is to realize God. And that is so totally easily ignored because each of us is saddled with a mind who wants to go on trip after trip after trip. So your mind is pulled everywhere in all kinds of directions. You can be pulled into gaming, into vicious news cycles, into what happened 20 years ago. So we want to become masters of our mind. And I write a lot about the soul and the mind. Many people think they are their mind, they are their thoughts. But no, our true identity, our true selves is our soul. So we are here for self-realization, which is realizing that we're souls, and we're here to realize God. It's all possible within the human frame. You can't do it as an armadillo. They don't have that capacity or any other animal. So quite frankly, that's why we're here, and this is our opportunity. So even if you can't do it in one lifetime, which is made clear in my memoir, every life you can become more and more spiritualized. You can move closer and higher on your journey to God. Mm-hmm. And and that is like the ultimate adventure because you are moving toward becoming the ultimate, which is beyond language, beyond mind, beyond thought. It's just pure love and bliss. Yes, we are not our feelings and we're not our thoughts. A very dear friend of mine was on the show a couple of weeks ago and we have spent time he and I speaking about life after death and resurrection and reincarnation. And although he recognizes that he doesn't know a lot about reincarnation, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a Christian, maybe you can help our listeners with this, that God has made us part and parcel as a whole unit. And that when Jesus died and resurrected, of course, he never died and he resurrected, he resurrected and had a body, but it was a glorified body mm-hmm. that went on. And we were looking at that God in Christianity, and my belief, makes us whole and that embraces every part of that. So that when we pass from here, our body is not just a dispensable vehicle that our soul inhabited for a short time, that God embraces all of that and wants all of that as part of the creation that God has made to come back to God. And so out of that, we were looking at, maybe you can help us with this really, uh, because Mm -hmm. out of that, we were looking at it and saying, well, then how can there be, uh, you know, past lives? Because then there wouldn't be any Michael Goddard. There wouldn't be any George Ann Dow. There wouldn't be any Judy Miller. There wouldn't be any San Lebowitz, which God has given us life for a specific purpose to grow and build and use here in this earth. It's not a dispensable container. Well, well, actually, I mean, when, when you leave the physical, and I mean really leave it, your body will eventually deteriorate if it's buried or, or go yes. in flames. Right. So so Jesus may have performed a miracle to instill greater faith in his disciples and those who, who followed. 
But uh, actually, I write about in my book, we actually have seven energetic bodies. When you die, you know, you're no longer in the physical, but you have your astral bodies, your causal bodies. There are successively higher planes of consciousness. Yeah, it, most people are come down and they they're not aware of your past lives. You're not meant to be. That's what makes it so challenging. Because if each of us remembered all our lives in total and understood the suffering we've gone through, no one would want to stick around. But to go back to God, you have to become pure spirit, yeah. pure spirit yeah. without sin. And sin has a lot of heavy baggage for people, but originally, you know, from the Latin dimension, it's really to go away from God. So yeah. we are wanting to move toward God and become pure and clean our slate. But the thing is, the basic law of creation is action and reaction. So since we came here, we may have started with a perfectly pure, clean slate, but as soon as you took an act, you killed something, you hurt something, or you were good to somebody, that created a reaction. So we're constantly coming back. So we don't really keep the same bodies, but we are the same mind and soul entities. To come down into the mental regions before the physical, your soul had to become associated with the mind. And so the mind has been in really control for for ages, for untold ages. I recovered that I've had a total of 4,137 human lives. And as far as I know, this is my last one. But I've been really growing spiritually over thousands of lives. My first life, when I really began to evolve back spiritually, I was a woman on another planet with six children. My husband had an occupation equivalent to what we would call a lawyer. So that is all detailed in my memoir, In Search of Lost Lives. So we're laboring, you guys, under a cloud of unknowing. The soul is like this eternal spark of love and bliss, and it's enshrouded by the mind, by all these layers. Think of a light bulb, and you start wrapping all kinds of material around it. You know, I, I talk about the higher mind, the habitual mind, and the lower mind. Well, the higher mind, think of that as just a few layers of gauze, the habitual mind as layers of cotton around that eternal light bulb, and your lower mind is this canvas wrapped around the light bulb, which has become encrusted by gunk, all the negative evil thoughts you've had, all the bad things you've done, all the violence. But that's why we want to move away from the lower mind, and that's what yes. empowering your noble self is all about. Yes. It's your, your yeah. higher mind is really the ally of your soul. It, mm -hmm. It's what gets you up and helps you pray or meditate, mm -hmm. however you worship. It's what helps you instill faith in yourself. Mm -hmm. So each of us has a higher mind, but most of us are dominated by our lower mind most of the time. Yes, yes, and that's absolutely, I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying there. Uh, we need to take another break, but I always meditate on is the soul in the body or the body in the soul? We'll be right back to a journey through into awareness with Michael Goddard. Thank you for joining us tonight. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? 
Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to A Journey Through Into Awareness with Michael Goddard tonight. And um, I just want to be clear. I just want to make sure that I didn't miscommunicate anything. I am not saying that our bodies, uh, when we die, our physical flesh lives again or that God is calling that back again um, at all. It is more of a, um, it's a changed, it's a changed body, but there's still body whatever that is maybe it is a lot and what do i know <laughs> i don't know but uh maybe it's a um something like a holograph or something but yeah. I, 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 well, I just, well yeah i mean i i've heard many stories of people who are advanced meditators and they've gone within and they've met certain people they've known or heard of and you can recognize them because well you're in your astral body which is like full of more light it's more luminous it's on a higher vibration so before the break you you asked is is the soul in the body or is the body in the soul well basically right here at our eye center that is the seat of the soul and the mind and the soul permeates our whole body without the soul the soul is what animates us i mean the so, meditation so Michael, Michael yes. sorry to interrupt you but for for listeners who can't see where you pointed are you pointing to the third eye or yeah yeah you can uh 
It, I call it the eye center. The third eye is actually a higher chakra, and I write about the, the chakras. Yeah, when you when you progress inside, you can get to the third eye. But initially, it's like where you concentrate. Often, if someone's trying to remember something, they automatically go, oh, what was it I was trying to remember? So you automatically go to the eye center. That is your seat of consciousness. And so your soul current permeates your whole body. If it didn't, you wouldn't be alive. And I think of maybe I mean, you're more of a Bible scholar, obviously, than, than I am. But I believe Christ said, I die daily. It's in John or, or one of the Gospels. So we all have that opportunity to die daily. You can practice dying. Because when you physically die, your whole soul current is pulled out of your body yanked out in some cases with your mind and the body's dead. But you can practice this daily uh, through through meditative practice. So Mm -hmm. when the time comes to die, it's easy. You're looking forward to it. Uh, You've you've pierced the veil. I mean, it's basically concentrating all your attention at the eye center and withdrawing and going within and staying connected to your body. If I die daily. Um, I die daily. We die to our egos. And every time we die to our egos, we resurrect. We die to ourselves. And that's always my prayer. Help me die to myself and take on your likeness. Right, right. Well, the ego is what pulls us back in the world, what keeps us apart from God. And what we want to do is overcome the ego. And I write a lot about the ego uh, in my book. It it also keeps us out of our eternal now, uh, the ego, because it's it's obsessed with the future and the past, past grievances, past hurts, what's going to happen, how am I going to die? Well, this is your chance to die daily, so when the time comes, you look forward to it because you know you're going to a much better place. Mm. Michael, one of the things that you mentioned in your book is that when we fully awaken, we see God in everyone and everything. And I've had glimpses of that, but I haven't been able to live from that state constantly. How difficult is that to achieve? And have you done that? Well, I I don't want to talk about my own inner experiences because doing so could inflate the ego, which is not my best friend. But it's a very advanced state. I mean, once you realize God, you do see God in, in everything. I mean, God, I mean, there are expressions of God. God is within everything, inert and, and alive, basically. Um, it's like... Uh, resting energy. I mean, if you look at a rock, God is part of that because it's part of the creation. A, a human a human is a higher level of consciousness than an animal. An animal it basically is a higher life form than birds and lizards and, and insects. It's a whole chain of being. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't believe this, but if you become aware of your past lives, you, for most of us, we have been all many, many forms of life. There are apparently 8.4 million types of species that are alive, including plants. So as far as I know, on my first planet, I started out as a bush. That I retrieved from my higher consciousness, and it's been a very, very long journey. So, uh, you know, the, the tough part is, I mean, some of us are meant to go back. Some, some, Many of us are meant to continue in the creation, hopefully adding to the love and the kindness, but the most one of the most important things really is to focus on being a good human being, and in being kind and loving and watching your speech. So, 
I don't know if I've answered your question, but keep asking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it follows up on what you said, because I think one of the things that you emphasize in your book is why service is so important. Service to others is so important. Right. And I talk about the five types of service. It's also called seva in Sanskrit. It's service of body, mind, wealth, purpose, and soul. And the two that people aren't that familiar with, I mean, if people volunteer, they're helping to build shelters, they're giving money, they're they're working phone banks. Service of purpose is wrestling with the immortal questions of humankind. Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is God? It's all these huge metaphysical questions we get to wrestle with and advance on. And service of soul is really when your soul is in contact with the Holy Ghost. And we can talk about the Holy Ghost if you'd like to, because I'm happy to share about that. Because a lot of people are confused about the Trinity. It doesn't make sense to them. Well, you know, God is everywhere. Well, you know, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Well, the Son, obviously, is the Master, Jesus Christ. The Father is really the ultimate immortal, eternal ocean of bliss and love. The Holy Ghost is really, uh, is called by other names in many cultures. It's called the sound current, the Shabbat, uh, the Logos in, in Greek. And it's really, you know, it's really what you travel back on. It's really the force of creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Holy Ghost is something you can meditate on, and that is your soul service. And to get attuned or connected to the sound current, that's where a high high teacher comes in. Mm -hmm. And that's where, if you want to do soul service and meditate on with the Holy Ghost, and it's the most enchanting, I mean, it, it has different sounds as it passes through different realms of consciousness, and it's the most gorgeous, alluring, unbelievable music I mean, it's called unstruck music. And compared to struck music, you know, like cat cut or, you know, violins, pianos, there's no comparison. Physical music is just the, the poorest, poorest imitation. But people are so uplifted by beautiful symphonies and singing. Well, that's just on a, on a much lower level than, than the, the God. I call it the God current in my books, the audible God current, because you can hear it and see it. I also talk in my book and now about your senses, and we have the spiritual sense of hearing and seeing. And we're here, we can develop that. And with those spiritual senses, you can contact the audible God current, the Holy Ghost. Hmm. I think it was the Gospel of John where um, Jesus speaks about why he has to go to the cross Mm -hmm. and what his purpose is. And he says, I must do this. Because if I don't, I will not leave, I won't be able to leave you the paraclete, the helper, the Holy Spirit. So in his death, again, that's why I'm saying that there are many masters, but to my belief, um, no one has done what Jesus has done because he gave us through his death, God used it and elevated the consciousness where now the seed of the Christ, because Christ wasn't Jesus's last name, mm-hmm. the seed of the Christ enters entered humanity. So every created thing now 
has this Holy Spirit, this, and now it became the Trinity. And it's actually uh, prophesied from Jeremiah and Isaiah and the Old Testament thousands of years before. So it's just so profound to me and so exciting that, you know, you have this prophesied, um, you know, in the Christ. It's it's very powerful. Yes, it is very powerful. And we have the opportunity to contact that in this lifetime. Yes, yes. absolutely. Right, right. So, Michael, along that same line, in the book, you say we can all become God. Can you explain yes. that? Well, that is really uh, the ultimate on the path of self-realization and God-realization. It's really realizing your divinity. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not coming back in the physical. It's returning to your original home. Mm -hmm. Our true home is not the earth. Our true home is is being part of God. It's yes. like the, the drop evaporating and rejoining the ocean. Right now, we're like a muddy drop that people have walked on. We've had a hard time. But through our spiritual work, we can rise and be, you know, become clouds and rejoin the ocean. Uh, so we all have that God potential within us. And it's just a question of really so sincerely in your heart of hearts wanting that and, and praying to God to lead you as that power seems fit. There's nothing else because it's the love, right? It is the love. And everything around us is really, in, in all honesty, illusion. Uh, it's all going to leave us. I mean, the earth is changing moment to moment. Uh, so what we want to seek is the eternal. That is that which is real. And that is pure love. And it's beyond language. You can't really describe it. And love is what unites us all together. That's our commonality. Yes, absolutely. And when we come back, um, perhaps um, you could give us and our listeners some insight as to uh, where you think we're going now uh, with the changes uh, in the metaphysical energetic realm um, here on Earth. Okay. Since we're living here. <laughs> Since we're living here right now, right? even though we're not of it, right? Right. Beautiful. Thank you. Right. We'll be right back with Michael Goddard. Thank you for joining us on the journey through into awareness. We'll be right back. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. podcast 
Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back with Michael Goddard on a journey through into awareness. Uh, Michael, I just want to say uh, before we continue, maybe you could just tell our listeners where they can contact you, send an email, get more information about you. But I just want to say, you know, for Judy and I both, you are such a lovely, well-spoken, heartfelt man. And it is truly a blessing um, to have you here with us. I feel like we're sitting before um, a, a very high conscious uh, master being. Uh, so thank you so much for bringing all of yourself here and gracing us with that this evening. Oh, you're most welcome. I, it's just really been a joy to, to be here with you. Well, yes, my uh, latest book, A New Now, uh, you can get on Amazon and all book outlets. But if you'd like to read uh, an excerpt first and listen to interviews, please visit my website. That's Goddard.com, G-O-D-D-A-R-T.com. And you can look under free media. And for all my books uh, from the book page, you can click through to Amazon if that's where you buy your books or order them wherever you get books uh, and even through your local bookshop on Facebook. My book page is More Bliss. That is the sequel to my second book, Bliss, which still needs to be published. And that's about the 33 elevating spiritual strengths and virtues. And my author page on Facebook and LinkedIn is simply Michael Goddard. If you have a burning metaphysical question, you can always email me. Uh, my address is on the website. Great. So, so Michael is definitely a humble and beautiful soul. So he may not say this, but all four of his books are award-winning books. So congratulations, Michael. Oh, thank on, you very on much. Sharing your wisdom with the world. Thank you. Well, Spiritual Revolution was my first book, and it's basically a distillation of all the teachings of our of, of Christ. The Bible is quoted more than any other book, and, and all the masters who've come before. So in A New Now, I talk uh, right about building your spiritual foundation. Spiritual revolution will really give you everything you need to know about how to have 
uh, spiritual foundation. It has the 52 principles of spirituality. And 52 is actually another mystical number because you have 52 energy locks in your body, 26 in the front of your body and 26 in the back. So you can study it as you want. You can incorporate it in your journey journal, which I talked about earlier in the show. You can download that from my website uh, under free media. So there's a whole wealth uh, for you to look into to awaken further. Mm, that's Thank beautiful. you, Michael. So, Michael, you said anew now is basically like a course and to use the journey journal. But is there another, mm-hmm. is there additional ways that readers can benefit by going through your book? Is there other recommendations on how to go through the book? Well, there, there are all kinds of um you know, exercises and enlightenments in the book. Basically, I mean, I would advise people to take responsibility for how they're going to read the book. I mean, ideally, read the book from start to finish. But you could also download the journey journal and take notes as you read. You can mark it up any way as you want. I I want people to kind of, we're all budding masters, really. And to really figure out how you want to follow your path, wherever that takes you. I mean, you can learn to rely on your higher knowing, your intuition on how to work with the book, what to work on. Maybe you have a a problem with overeating. There's a a little section on overeating uh, and being distracted by media. Everything, this will help bring everything up that needs to come up in your life. So it's a very individual experience of working mm-hmm. with you now, but it can be actually a lifelong companion for you. It's great. Really so, great. Michael, you had the opportunity to meet so many awakened individuals in your life. Um, what's the most important thing to you that's really resonated based on meeting with all of these individuals? Well... What comes immediately is that it's really all love. This is all kind of masking the the pure, eternal love that is there for us. So uh, if you meet enlightened being, uh, that person is the most humble human you could ever imagine, but also the most powerful. Uh, they could create any miracle they'd want. Uh, it'd be nothing to them. But it's really all about love. Just to be in their presence is to be immediately elevated. And you you just want to stay in their presence. But separation is important because it it fires up the the engines of, of longing. So to yearn for God, to yearn for the Lord is also a very precious gift. Hmm. Oh yes, absolutely. Because there's great joy in the reunion. Yeah. Yes, yes. We can all go back. I mean, if, if you wish high enough, it, it may not be this lifetime, but it could be. I mean, um, I don't want to call it a miracle, but God can do anything. I mean, Jesus talked about his marked souls. Uh, I believe many of us are marked. And even if you aren't marked, if you were basically meant to keep coming back, who's to say God can't have you come back? Uh, if, if the longing is strong enough. So long for that perfect love, long for the Spirit, long for the Holy Ghost to come come to you. Because people are really beginning, you, uh, Dr. Uh, Georgian asked me before the last break, what is going on more now? Well, people are beginning to hear more of the Holy Spirit. It's just 
for many people, just an echo of an echo. Maybe if you're really concentrated, if you're in a, your quiet space and you're reading and you pause, you're, you're aware of a little bit of sound. Well, just kind of like the, the very echo of it, probably. So we all have that capacity to be in touch consciously with the Holy Spirit. What do you think is going on on the earth plane right now, Michael? Well, a hell of a lot, obviously, is going on. <laughs> a lot of negativity and a lot of positivity. There are some really enlightened beings on earth who are raising the consciousness, and there are huge numbers of unenlightened beings who are, you know, taking us to hell in their handbags. So it's all individual. I mean, you know, three brothers could be sent to war, and they could be all together, and two of them are shot. One of them dies instantly. One is impaired for the rest of his life, and the third one is fine. I mean, each of us has our individual destiny. It's really, I mean, take an active role in your destiny. I do believe in destiny, but you can groom your destiny toward God, toward spirituality. So a huge amount is going on uh, in the world, and we don't have to get caught up in it. I mean, we don't have to spend 10 hours a day or an hour a day just obsessing about the news. There are constant tragedies. I mean, yes. no matter where you look in the world, people are suffering. Even if you are well off materially, you may feel estranged from your spouse. You may feel saddened that your son or daughter is acting a certain way. Well, people are going to do what, what they do. I do feel... We come in here with a script, and no matter how unintelligible, how mean, how loving, uh, people are basically reading from their script. So what we want to do is liberate ourselves. What I write about is soul liberation. What I ultimately want is soul liberation of the soul from the mind and reunion with God. We have that opportunity to reunite with, with that God that God source. And if the word God doesn't resonate with you, and by the way, that does not mean that it's a masculine uh, source, it's beyond Absolutely. beyond any sexuality. Right. Right. The, mind, God is. the mind is duality. The mind is male and female and in between. So you, you can groom your destiny as you wish. So Michael, would you mind if uh, we end in prayer? Absolutely. Go ahead. Do you want to so we're about to end for this evening. I'd like to end in prayer. And uh, for those of you, again, thank you for joining us tonight. We hope that you enjoyed our show. And uh, we have a lovely woman next week coming on with us. And I think you'll be very happy uh, with that show. And uh, we want to thank Sam and all those behind the scenes that make our show possible. So in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we come before you this evening as always. We stand with gratitude for all that you bring us to, for all that goes on, for how you are always at work within us, praying through us to bring about a higher level of consciousness as we go beyond the limitations of our mind. Thank you for our lives here. We thank you for Michael Goddard and all that he brings, his wisdom and his grace. I thank you for Judy, my dear friend. We pray, Lord, for all those listening, and we pray for all those behind the scenes 
and all human beings that walk on the earth. We pray, Lord, that you always help teach us how to love, elevate our consciousness to recognize that we carry you within us and that you are with us always in all ways. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That was Thank beautiful, Georgia. Thank you very much, all of you. Thank you, Thank Michael. You so much. Thank what you a so treasure. much. Yeah, Thank it you. was a wonderful experience. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Judy. Good night. We'll see you next Good week. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.